still draw them at every forum. Don't lose no points, I just score them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the forum. I go by the name of Charles Diamond, aka Black Baruso Wayne, here with Ali, aka Alan. Raj, aka McLovin. Andrew, aka Kenny. Listen, I, I I try to I try to one up Rick there, and I couldn't. I was trying to think so hard of something because that was actually really good. It's funny because I saw yeah. the gears moving in your head. <laughs> I was looking. <laughs> I was like, because I was originally just gonna say Alan, like I always do, and then you said that I was like, I gotta say something. So I was like, damn it, damn it, Alan. <laughs> I was gonna say Aleno, and I was like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what is, what is that a. Uh... Is that a reference to? I, I was like trying to say not Alan. I was going to say Alesso or something with Caruso, and I couldn't think it through. <laughs> Please ignore that. Why McLovin today? Someone said I sound like McLovin, which kind of annoyed me because you never want to sound like a uh, middle school white guy or a high school white kid. But... I kind of hear it now that you no, come it. on. Don't... Can you say a McLovin sentence, please? I don't. I don't know. I like super bad, but I don't remember a. Uh, I don't remember a, ver- a, a line from there. A verb. A verb. A verb. <laughs> Were you gonna say a verb or verse? <laughs> a verse. Actually, I was gonna yeah, say yeah. a verse. <laughs> That's your McLovin bar. Yeah. I was gonna say freestyle as McLovin. <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, Can you just say my name's McLovin? Can you just say that? My name's McLovin. Nah, come on. You don't hear it, Ali. I thought you were doing. <laughs> Ali, I thought you were doing Borat for a second. Bro. You know, if I was doing Borat, I'd go, <laughs> I'd go, very nice. Wah, 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 wah. My wife. What do you guys think of the sequel? Did you guys watch it? Yeah, I, oh, I loved it. It wasn't as good as the first one, but like, it, it's hard to do a Borat sequel. It's got to be so hard to make that. And like, they did it the best they could. I still thought it was really good. Yeah, I mean, like speaking of follow-ups, like it's hard to for the Lakers to follow no, up on a successful wow. championship. No, no. What's no. okay? No, all right, okay. No, God damn it, Ali! You didn't see that coming. I saw it coming. I saw the, the second. I saw no, the I transition. I didn't at all. But he said the second he said, "Speaking of follow-ups," I was like, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> "No, that was a that was a surprise to me. That was a surprise." I, to me. I, I've I've listened to a lot of podcasts, or and I've done a lot of podcasts with transitions, so I'm an expert now. Don't do this. <laughs> Don't do this. Anyway, as you can see, listeners, not y'all, we're all uh, pretty excited to talk about the Lakers <laughs> right now. What, um, they're on a they're they've won like five of their last seven games. What is that? Right? Yeah. I've ignored the most recent ones, so I'm going back to like a few weeks ago. I recently watched Tenant, so I thought you were from the future or something, and you were telling <laughs> me what's going to happen later in the season. Look, everyone saw this coming with the three OT games, uh, but uh, at some point, it's all going to come back to bite them. And it has come back. Yeah. Um, four game losing streak, five out of the last six, and before that, the three OT games. You can say tired. You can say injuries. But the one thing I can say for sure is this don't look good. It's not fun to watch. It was. It's so not fun to watch that last night's game was the first time since I can remember. I, I don't remember the last time I did this. It was the third quarter. And I'm serious. I think maybe it's been years. It was the third quarter. And I turned it off. I turned How dare it, you. I, 
I know, I know. I turned it. I was so just like out. I was like, they're gonna lose by twenty. They're gonna have a moment where they might come back and then get out. And I turned it off. I was so like just. I wasn't sick of it, but I was just like, I don't need this right now. Like I'm gonna try to enjoy my night and just I don't need that. And so like I and I don't think I'll ever do it again this season. I will Somehow say that. that's uh, anti THT. <laughs> How dare you mess up his development? Sorry, not sorry. Watching. Sorry, Kendra, did you watch the game? I watched parts. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about last game? Did you watch is, last game? It is. It. I don't know why, but like having that, it it just uh, that just reminded me of uh, Harrison just putting Anthony on a blast. He's like, "Listen, Julius Randall needed to play in summer league, and by not doing so, it's ruined his development." And it was like, "Dude, it's fine. It's okay. Like life moves on." <laughs> You guys watched that first quarter, right, Rick and Ali? Dude, there's a difference yeah. between making a shot and then, like, that thing mm-hmm. swishing in mm-hmm. beautifully. I swear to God, Mike Conley, like, those shots were just falling like it was put in by God. Like, those, not- like he was not even hitting rim at all. Like, mm-hmm. he just hit, like, the step back three. I was like, okay, good shot, Mike Conley. One more, step back three, swish. Another one from, like, 35 feet, swish. I was like, oh, this is not going to be our night. It's the advantage of having a crowd. I'm just kidding. We should not be having crowds right now, but <laughs> it, it is crazy. Cause like the, um, it, I, I know Raj tweeted it, but I had the same thought. It seems like there's more and more people like coming in whenever, like I watch a jazz game, you know what I mean? Well, they're, they're adding like at halftime. I swear. Like I watched the crowd at halftime, add another two. on. Yeah. Yes. Like I, I just kept seeing it. If they're ahead in the game, they let more people in. That's, that's just, that's just four Mormon families. <laughs> <laughs> Um, wait, but to, to add on to the Mike Conley part, I think you tweeted this, Roger. And I was, I remember I saw your team. And I was thinking this, you know, Jordan Clarkson didn't hit rim. Oh, it was just goodness. all swishes, especially that like step back, here, like in the left corner, you know, I, that just swished in. I was like, has this guy hit the rim at all? Like this, just everything's going in. And to speak on Mike Conley, like he's a much different player than he was last year with Utah. He looks comfortable out there. Yeah. Like I, it's I, I think I hate Rudy Gobert the most. I just for no reason other than the fact that he's kind of just like a meme, but also like coronavirus. Um, but uh, just seeing Conley, who I, I'm a really big fan of, and Jordan Clarkson, who Mabuhay uh, shout out Filipinos. Uh, it's awesome to see them both uh, do well. And Donovan Mitchell, uh, I'm a fan of as well. But yeah, Clarkson, like it's funny because like everyone um, kind of wrote him off as like, oh, he's just gonna be like this guy who like come off the bench, get hot randomly. And he's like a legit good player. Like sure. He'll never be like an all-star or anything like that, but you know, shout out to the Lakers scouting department, like very real few quick, right there. real quick. Shout out Julius Randall. First time all-star. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yep. But wait, Zach Levine. All right. Now who, who was it that they were uh, complaining about Rick that you decided that oh, you were bam, just going to vote for Jordan Coxon next year uh, at the all-star game? Was it bam out of bio? No, I don't Bam, think it was okay. Bam. It was somebody. Maybe it was Bam. It was, was, it was him like and Middleton. List. It was yeah. Bam there we go. Bam and Middleton. Right? Yeah. Middleton's the one that that threw yeah. me off. Middleton's the one that threw me off. I mean, I love Chris Middleton, but I'm like, bruh, like, what are we doing here? Like, are I we know. that upset? Are we that upset? Like, Julius Randle is averaging like 25, 11, and seven, and is leading a team that's been bad for a decade. <laughs> He's turning into Braun. Like, like <laughs> he's like, turning like, into Braun. Like, let this man be the poor man's Charles Barkley. Give him as his <laughs> All Star, and like, shut up. Yo, Why are you? Yo, 
I don't think I don't remember the last time Knicks fans chanted MVP for someone. No, just uh, chanted MVP they, for someone. They used, they used to hate Julius Randle too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And like they called oh, him yeah. Beyblade. Well, Knicks Knicks fans hate <laughs> everyone all the time, but so that's one thing. But also, Knicks fans used to chant MVP. I'm pretty sure they chanted MVP for Quincy AC sarcastically, <laughs> like within the decade. So this is huge. And let Julius Randle be an All Star. Shout out Julius yeah. Randle. Yeah. For real, what, I, what seed are they right now? Well, I think they're like, oh, they might like be seven because they just oh, okay. They're, yeah, they're exactly. Six, the fact that the fact that they're that seed, like nobody had in the playoffs. Than the Celtics. Let that yeah. they, he Higher deserves the every part of it. He deserves every yeah. part of it. I want to buy a Randall but, jersey. Like I, I don't, I don't. Uh, my thought was like the only Knicks jersey I'll ever own is your Jeremy Lin jersey, and now I'm kind of just like, I might buy a Julius Randall Knicks jersey. I don't know. I'm going to end this conversation so we can talk about the Lakers. But before I do, I will be buying both a Brandon Ingram and a Julius Randle all-star jersey. Specifically all-star jersey. Nice. Did they release those, though? Like, do we know what they look like yet? I hope they're not trash. They're probably trash. Uh, they're probably trash. Anyway, um, Dennis Schroeder might be back uh, Well, tomorrow right now, but tonight for the listeners by the time y'all hear this. Um, but he also might not be back. Um Let's assume, let's assume that he isn't back. Um, Frank Vogel started THT last night. I I thought immediately, I thought, oh, Frank Vogel wants to get some more offense, get another look with maybe another offensive creator in the lineup to take some of these responsibilities away from LeBron. Raj, I'm going to ask you your opinion, but from my perspective, didn't look like it worked out that well. I think I think THT's been scouted. Like I think teams know what THT wants to do. I still think he played well in the first quarter. The Lakers had like a I think one point lead before you before Utah just decided not to miss. I mean, I'm not sure what you really do with that. But THT, like he keeps he, he drives in and he did like a bunch of driving kickouts. But my whole thing is the offense not gonna work when none of the shooters can make anything. Like these dudes are bricking, they're not gonna guard them, they're not guarding KCP, they're not guarding West Matthews. So he's driving in and like he had a couple um he tried to like dunk on Gobert or like hit a layup on Gobert a few times, which like I like the confidence, but I mean, that's pretty much a turnover anyway. So like these, like I said on Twitter, we can't beg for THT minutes and then be mad at like the growing pains, right? Because mm, these yeah. are the growing pains. Right. It's what happens when you play a 20 year old um, in a like high powered uh, team that's trying to win. So I'm fine with those. Um, he's going to find out where he can use his body and like where he can get contact to draw fouls. He's not going to get the calls right now, but I thought he was okay. Like I'm fine with him starting. Obviously, I think I hope Schroeder comes back. We miss him because no one else can dribble besides THT and LeBron, obviously. But yeah, I think I think he did okay. I agree. He, it seemed like like you brought up he ha- he'll have those moments where you know he'll mess up, and you know we watched rookies a lot these last few seasons, like previous seasons, so we know that. But it, I feel like it's mag- magnified when he goes and plays with when you play with veterans. There's a bunch of veterans, yeah. and then THT, so you'll notice it a little more. Um, but yeah, no, I was happy with the start. I think he, I think he deserves it. Like, like, um, with all the injuries, I think it was a good person to put out there, maybe spark some energy and all that. And like you said, in the first quarter, he played pretty well. So I wasn't upset with it. It's just a matter of like, they, I, it's very clear that Lakers need one of those two, either Dennis Short or AD on the squad. while while like to, in order to have a, like a decent team. Do you guys um you guys saw that he uh like bought a house or something like that in LA, right? 
Schroeder did, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I'm not sure if that's like maybe a sign of things to come. I know like people will just buy houses in LA because that's what you do when you have millions of dollars. Um, but yeah, I mean, are you guys feeling okay with the thought of Schroeder uh, signing an extension with the team? Yes, but not for the money he wanted earlier. What was it like? Twenty million a year? I I think I think it was, I mm-hmm. believe it was twenty million. That's I like I wouldn't find him. Really? I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. What are we? What are the? Well, okay. You know what? I I think this is a good conversation, but it's also a roster construction conversation, and I want to save mm-hmm. that for later in the pod after we discuss Quinn Cook. So before we get there, <laughs> before we get there, let's keep to the let's keep to the game. Real quick, I wanted to talk about Trez real quick because I thought this he's been playing great. This stretch is going to be vital to me. That's what I thought to sort of I I don't want to say like getting Trez to rebuy in because it did he hasn't mentally checked out at all. But I was looking Mm -hmm. before AD got hurt and I I forgot the exact number. But last year with the Clippers, his usage was at like twenty five percent, and this year it's it's at twenty percent now, which is still a solid drop. But it was it was hovering around the teens for a little bit, and that was just something I was wondering like okay. Like, are they going to try to do more with Trez? And then AD got hurt, and it was like, boom, here you go. I hope, and I I don't know how, but I'm hoping that this, like, Trez that we've gotten over the past few games, like, carries over into the mm-hmm. into the next few weeks because that that's a that's a new, new type of offensive pressure that maybe we can work into, into the By game. By you hope it continues? Do you mean, like, that they use him, that his usage is that high up? That's exactly what I mean, yeah. Okay, that's exactly yeah. What I, mean. I mean, it's going to be hard to when you add, you know, two – semi-ball dominant players like ad and schroeder but i mean like off the bench i think i think especially in the minutes where it's only lebron or only ad out there he definitely should have the ball more in his hands yeah they ran a lot of post-ups for him like this during this stretch and i think that's where he's at best when he can attack like bigs and he gets into his hook shots um it's tough when you have lebron and ad because he just sits in that dunker spot right and he's just waiting Mm -hmm. waiting for the ball and that's not really like inducive to what he wants to do he wants to pull it kind of get a feel he somehow got he somehow learned a mid-range jumper over the offseason like he Mm -hmm. hits that's a really cool development yeah so he obviously works hard at his game and uh yeah i think you're right they should use him more i would like him and Schroeder to build a little bit more chemistry. I feel like they're still kind of not playing off each other as much. I was real quick, quick aside. I was watching a a um, an alternate telecast with a um, guest announcer whose name I shall not say on this podcast, who prides himself on doing the work and watching basketball. And they were, I'm sorry, he was, uh, I'm sorry, this person was uh, commenting on Montrez Harrell and Montrez hits a, a mid range. And this person, this is like, a month into the season, this person goes, Oh my God, that's new. And I'm like, mm, you haven't been watching the Lakers. Have you? That is not new. He's been doing that since the start of the season, but you do to work. Anyway, continue. Truly dunked on that guy. Um, <laughs> so uh, real quick from what I saw yesterday, I feel like uh, Caruso and Trez have pretty good chemistry. I thought mm-hmm. um, you can always, you always see them talking out there. Yeah. And, that, and that's really cool to see. Uh, just in terms of like, okay, here are like some somewhat reliable two-man games kind of thing. Um, do you guys think, uh, would you guys be opposed to having Trez stick around for, uh, um, you know, a couple more years? Like he's only with us uh, under contract for this year and then next year, I believe, right? Depends how the playoff goes, I guess, and they can kind of make that decision. I mean, I, I feel mm-hmm. like he's going to want to get paid. He took the pay cut this year of mm-hmm. the MLE, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure if he he'll go for that going forward. 
I always I always imagine Trez coming here and whether it's for a year or two years, like being here for that time and really showing his game and like showing how like what contract he's worth and then leaving. Like I never imagined him staying past that because I don't think I don't think the Lakers can afford that. Mm. And I don't think and I don't think Lakers would offer him the money that he wants. So I always thought it was a mutual like Lakers and Trez working together to bring him here to show off his game, win a championship and then moving on. Yeah, he gave up a lot of value to a come lot. here on the MLE. And I just yeah. I never envisioned because I'm pretty sure next year is a player option. Uh I'm mm. pretty sure I, I just never envisioned him staying beyond this year, especially if the Lakers win a championship. Uh I don't know why I'm knocking on what if I want that to happen, but anyway. Um do well, you though? No, no. Do you though? <laughs> yeah, you've been talking about the Knicks a lot lately. <laughs> can I okay, can I address that real quick? No. I am, I am a Knicks apologist. <laughs> I, am, I am a Knicks apologist. I, I know. Like Knicks... We read your we read your Twitter bio. Twitter, Twitter I, bio. I I just want to say that my girlfriend's a Knicks fan, so I'm not really a Knicks fan. It's just okay. I've said this on this podcast before. I've always liked the Knicks. All right, my mom is from New York. I've always liked the Knicks. Um, I'm not I'm not going into this. I cut you off before because we were talking about Schroeder and, and a potential contract extension. And after after we finished talking about Trez, I, I want to pass that to you. Um, are we done talking about Trez? Yeah. Okay. Ali. Uh, really quick, I just want to touch. Kendrew said um, Caruso and Trez are building like a chemistry. That was funny. Vogel after the game yesterday, he's like, um, yeah, I wanted to make sure to keep to have a ball handler on the floor at all times. So I kept LeBron or Caruso on the floor at all times. I was like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of funny, like to put Caruso in that kind of ball handling yeah. um, mix because he's not obviously he's not that kind of ball handler. Mentioning him with LeBron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was one. Did, did you notice the last like two games or so? Caruso's had more like floater attempts in the lane. It's yeah, it's really weird to see because it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's trying to, he's trying to, like, I guess with those two out, he's like trying out new stuff in his game. Well, when, when you talk, when you, when y'all were talking about Caruso's chemistry with Trez, I, I think that's the same thing. Caruso does a really good job of just like doing whatever needs to be done in the situation. Yeah. And the Lakers just have needed more shot creation and voila, Caruso takes more shots. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I appreciate him. Um, while we're talking about Laker point guards, the Lakers, this week so real quick real quick that manscaped ad oh i'm kind of just like dude i oh perfect it's it's just great it's so it's so it's alex caruso is getting like the biggest endorsements just from being like starting off as a meme player and like we get it like everyone who actually does watch the lakers sees like his value like i mean a lot of other people are starting to like see that like oh he's not just like this i don't want to say white savior because that's such a weird phrase, and obviously he's not like a savior. Um, Jesus is our only savior. Uh, but he, <laughs> you just have this like dude, this white balling dude coming off the bench, and he's making millions just from being on the Lakers. You know? Wow, <laughs> that went a lot of ways. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Yo, the, I don't know I, what happened. I think future, Caruso really like touches a place, huh? Like that. Bro, that one from Caruso, I, Caruso, I, white savior. That was weird. <laughs> no, he's not a white savior because you know he's a basketball. Blah, 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 but Jesus is our savior. But manscaped. Yo, it's like it's uh, when, Kendrew, When you when you take the reins for an aside, I get the same feeling that I get when like I 
I play a new Kanye album now. I'm like, oh, what am I getting myself into right now? What's about to happen? I like to think I'm a little less problematic than Kanye West. (laughs) Real quick. But but the same artistic ability, I would say. You can tell tell something's about to come out of Kendrew when he looks up and he's talking and he's like, oh no, some some weird's about to come out. He's looking up to our savior for inspiration. I really I really need to see if I have some sort of actual attention deficit stuff going on because I think it might be there. Well, one thing about the Manscaped ad was when it was so corny that it was so great when he went up for the dunk from the three point line and the camera pans to his face and he talks to the camera and then dunks it. That was so corny, but made it so good. Well, you just got to ham it up, though. It's it. It's make it. It's entertaining. Like I'll watch it. You know, who like who else would have been right for that ad? You know, like I think Crusoe was like the perfect person for that ad. I think a Javale manscaped last year would have been pretty, pretty perfect. Yeah. yeah, Anthony Edwards doing a manscaped ad would be oh, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. That dude's funny. Uh, so Nick DePaula, he actually like quote tweeted Harrison. He's like Caruso actually has five different uh, endorsement deals. So he has the manscaped. He has the Anta shoe deal, which I think is that the, right. Uh, Clay yeah, Thompson. Clay. Mm-hmm. Okay, he has a tonal home gym. I don't know what that is. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Wow. It's a, the the mirror thingy. Oh, that's that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tonal's amazing. Tonal, yeah, if you're amazing. listening, please. Oh, that's <laughs> the gym that is that the gym that calls me poor. Like, is that that one where like yes, I that's the one. Yeah. That yeah. 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 That's yeah. The one. Okay. He yeah. Has... Tonal, please. Raj, if you DM them, they would answer you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Raj doesn't let us see his DMs or his likes anymore. Hugo, Hugo <laughs> Boss. Um, oh, Blue- wow. What? Uh-huh. Bloomingdale's. Yes. Bloomingdale's? Yes. Bro, what? So how do you go from Hugo Boss to... And I, Instacart. I don't know why... Instacart? Instacart. What in the world? That's, that's mad random. Really, that's the most random... Bro, I, I think can... Caruso, Caruso is accepting anything he gets. Want, that's what he's doing. I want Caruso to sponsor us next. Um... <laughs> I, one of my one of my good friends went to A and M, so maybe maybe oh, we can get okay. that connect. Really quick, Ali, I know you joke, but like you know the NBA Top Shot, the thing is like blowing right, up, right? Right, it's like millions of dollars. My dumbass like promoted it for like two hundred. Like they gave me like a really small amount. That's and like, right. Stuff. And now it's like a bajillion dollar That's like right. thing. I'm like, what oh, the? I totally yo, I totally wait. Forgot you got about money? That. I'm just kidding. Well, uh, well I mean, <laughs> not that oh, much, but I mean, like I see how God. much. It, and now it's like this bill, like it's hitting like a million per. I like, forgot that you cards. did that. I'm dude. like, I'm like, dude, I feel, I feel dumb. I should have like asked for like something through that. Like that's so. You should ask for a pack. Yo, you gotta, you gotta DM them and be like, hey, congrats on now, all the success. Like, congrats on all the success. I will pay you if you let me sponsor you. <laughs> <laughs> ask, ask them to sponsor us. No, I'd just be like, be like, hey, um, I really enjoyed the money you gave me last time. Um, it wasn't I will enough. Continue. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't <laughs> enough, but I'll tell you what. I will let you, I will talk about you on our podcast. And every, once every 10 reads. tweets, once every 10, tw- 10 tweets, I will, I will shout you out. So real quick, Ali, like when you look down and then you saw like the silhouette of your hair, I was just like, oh, Vegeta. <laughs> I'll take that. 
Real quick, I don't know, Raj, when you said it ain't enough, I got I got vibes from Unforgivable, the YouTube video. Does anybody Kendry you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Okay. I think <laughs> they, I think that might have been before their time, bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey bro, you're not that much that old. Is. You're not that much older than me, bro. Anyway. <laughs> not Sid. The Lakers cut Quinn Cook. <laughs> Thank you. Unforgivable Unforgivable yeah. is a Drake song. I don't know what you I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the Lakers wave Quinn Cook because I tried to say that about 10 minutes ago and it didn't work out, so I'm going to just blurt it out. Um, shout out to Quinn Cook, man. He yep. he was a trooper. He was a member of the Laker family. Uh, and I'm really glad he got some burn before they waved him. Like yeah, he got, he got I agree. Some good so people could time. see his game. Yep. I agree. I mean, I feel bad because it's the second time they did that to him. But, uh, like, I, I do think – like he was a big part of the team last season, not playing wise, but off the off the court. Like you could see how close he was with AD and LeBron, and like how much like he has fun with the team. No matter what player it is, you can see him laughing with them. Like he's just a big part of that locker room. So absolutely, shout out to Quinn Cook. He's the glue guy. Yeah, like I mean, we we've talked about it extensively before. Like how important it is that you have people in the locker room that actually like meld every that melds everyone together like because as much as we want to take a look at like the sports aspect of it there's always going to be the human aspect to it you know what i mean um and queen cook just seems to be like one of those really good glue guys i mean it's not like he's a scrub or anything like that you know what i mean like that the guy can shoot um yeah but yeah it's uh no shout out to him um i keep i just him getting left while the team was on the bus i i just remember that and i was like yeah that and was that in- the, the instagram was, comment yeah i was like lol can you guys come back yeah <laughs> i to this yeah. day wonder if that's true or not can you just imagine that like they have the larry o'brien trophy like in quinn cook's seat <laughs> yeah well i mean i was kind of annoyed people would call him like the victory cigar you know that means like when he's in the game that means like the game is over but you know he was a big part of the locker room and uh like ali said um he's obviously close with not just ad and lebron like everyone around the league like Kyrie. i remember after the brooklyn game went up to him had like a long embrace like it's clear he's right. really close close with everyone so yeah shout out quinn cook maybe he'll come back on like a 10 day or something if we uh don't pick up anyone or something all right. Well, that's actually a great segue um, to talk about what the Lakers can do to pick up uh, someone to, to help out the roster. But before we do that, I do want to go back to the conversation that I cut off uh, about Dennis Schroeder, because I do think that I mean, I, I think that re-signing Schroeder even to the money he wants is the best use of that money, um, specifically to match up with AD and LeBron. I think he's the best type of basketball player that matches up well with with the with those two being the two best players on the team and i don't know for one the lakers don't ha- I, I i was gonna say i don't know what the lakers are gonna do with that money otherwise but they can't spend the money otherwise to be honest like once 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 kuz's um extension kicks in once they pay caruso fingers crossed once they pay tht fingers crossed they're gonna have Schroeder's bird rights they have to they have to keep him but also think about the money that that like that's 20 21 million dollars okay like that's what Fred Van Vliet money. Now they're two very different players, but like I- I'll take Dennis Schroeder over Fred Van Vliet, all, all things being equal. Like I-, I I don't see why not. Ooh, I I disagree a little on that. I think I'd rather have Fred Van Vliet than Dennis Schroeder. But wait, 
I was gonna say quick counter really quickly. Would you want to see what happens in the playoffs, or are you fine with just um, just doing that now? Like, would you offer that extension now, or do you want to see how the playoffs kind of go? Go with that. I don't think you have the option. Dennis has surprised me in, in a lot of ways, like especially like uh, how much effort he's put in on the defensive end. Like I've said it a ton of times before, but I, I would have never expected that coming out of him. Um, and that's always like a pleasant sur- kind of surprise. Like I, I haven't watched a ton of uh, tr- Tampa Bay, Toronto, whatever this year, <laughs> but um, with, with Fred, like on uh, defensive end, he's, I, would you guys say like he's a tier above or, a tier below, right around the same, like solid. I think I would say yeah. reputationally, he might be a tier above Schroeder, but yeah. only one if so. But in practice, yeah. like you said, Schroeder's been really impressive defensively this year. He might not right. have the reputation of Fred, but but effectively, effectively, he's been yeah, like right waste right. up too. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, That's exactly what I mean. And that was like my biggest knock on him, like uh, when he ended up with the Lakers. So. I don't know. I mean, I, I get all things being said. It's just to me, giving him twenty million a year for four years is a lot of money. Like that's like if it was like twenty mil a year for two years, I could see it. But like giving him four that's years, slightly more money than what Kuz uh, Kuz is making. You know what I mean? Like starting starting point yeah. guard of an NBA team makes a ton more money. You know what I mean? Right. Agreed. And I, I just feel like with how important that is, like. Let's say you do give like four years, right? And with how uh, the salary cap and salaries will vary, will that giving him that extension now, will that end up being more valuable in like two years, three years? Like, will that become something movable? Because I'm thinking it probably will be, will be movable, you know? Yeah, definitely. It could be moved for like another star or something like that. Um, and you can also look how like, old, is he how a good old is he right now? He's like 27. He's 27. 27. That's a good that's a good age. No, it is. It is. How much yeah. money is Terry Rozier getting paid? Uh, are they, you Terrence think... Ross. Wait, what are you <laughs> uh, who, who, who are you asking about? Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier, I, I, I would say Dennis Schroeder is better than Terry better. Rozier. Mm-hmm. Can, we, agree. can we agree on that? I agree. But I just want to let you know you were talking about Mitch Kupchak threw money at him and he threw out money to Luol Deng and okay but and that was Moss years ago too. look I get what you're saying Terry Ter- Rozier is making 19 million dollars a year all right I'll play I would, Kemba I would rather mm, I, I would rather pay Kemba for sure but I would rather <laughs> pay Dennis Schroeder 20 million dollars than, Ter- than Terry Rozier 19 million dollars I agree I agree and Terry Rozier yeah. and people use that Terry Rozier contract as like a weapon to attack the Celtics you know what I'm saying yeah so like I, I just I don't I see Maybe it's not a value, quote unquote. I don't know why I'm doing air quotes if listeners can't hear me, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It may not be a value contract, but I think it's a good contract. And I think it's an especially good contract given the Lakers situation. Does that make sense? No, and no, I'm, no not I even, I'm not even arguing with you, especially about the Fred Van Vliet piece. My point was, I don't I don't think you would feel I, you wouldn't bet a million dollars on it. Like, I don't think you feel strongly. No, about oh, how I don't much. Feel- I don't feel strongly about. It. I I'm I I definitely think that I would rather not sign him to that. But if they did, I wouldn't be crying over it. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't be like bummed and be like, "Oh, Lakers are screwed." I'd be it's like, "All right, not your well, preference." Lakers. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Okay. It's like it's like <laughs> it's like uh, I don't want pepperoni on my pizza, but if it's there, I'll eat it. You know. Facts. Yeah, you, you don't want to eat your nuggets with blue moon beer sometimes. You know what oh I mean? Oh my right? god, that's an old school. That's a throwback. Off. 
That is a throwback. Um, Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> That's wild. That's wild. That's good reference right there. I like that. I respect that. Wow. I did my, if I did my math right, the Lakers are 22 and 7 when he plays this year. So, I mean, I think he's probably earned he's probably earned an extension. Like so I'm I'm fine with giving to him now. To answer your original question, Raj, um oh. look, Dennis Schroeder performed well in the playoffs last year. He did. Uh, oh, he did. Granted, that was for OKC, but that and that was with Chris Paul. But I, I'll take AD and LeBron over Chris Paul and I don't even know Luke, Shea, Luke Shea and Shea Gilgis Alexander any day of the yeah. week. Um, so I think he's slotted in a more appropriate role. He can only do better. So yeah, he's proven it to me. I want to answer your earlier thing about how like do you, or I think it was Raj who asked it, who said. Would you rather extend him now or like after the playoffs? Right. But I think they don't have a shot for him after the playoffs. If they if they don't extend him right now and they wait till the summer, I think he's gone. Yeah, he's, is I he think a, I think other teams. Huh? Yeah, I think other teams give him way more than the Lakers would be willing to give. Okay, well, we'll see about that because I just I'll, I'll be completely honest. I don't think Dennis Schroeder is going to see free agency. I think. I yeah, think, probably. I, think I don't not. think so either. Especially, especially like you said, when when that house was bought, it's like that's a sign of you know he's either going with the Lakers or Clippers. There's nowhere else. It's a it's a matter of when, not if. But in the meantime, after waving Quinn Cook, the Lakers have two open roster spots, and now that the season has progressed a little bit, uh, the Lakers are so 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 close to the hard cap. But now that the season the season has progressed a bit, they have the ability to sign um, a player for the rest of the season. I think two players for the rest of the season. They're only like nine hundred thousand below the, the hard two. cap, so they can sign two yeah. people to a veterans minimum for the rest of the season. Um, there was immediate reports that the Lakers were interested in Boogie Cousins, and then immediate reports that. to the negative, to the to the contrary of that. Uh, Kendrew, that, do you want Boogie on a no. on a rest of season deal? No, I I. Uh, I so I tweeted this out on um, Silver Screen and Roll. It was uh, the old dude from Courage the Cowardly Dog. It was just like everyone getting hyped up about Boogie. And it's just like him uh, opening the door, seeing that like monster thing. He's like, ah, no, shuts the door kind of thing. <laughs> and it's for everyone that like just is just like, oh, Mark is everything going wrong with the season kind of thing. Like if you throw Boogie in that position, like, do you expect him to do better defensively than Mark? Like, look, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, I don't think Boogie it, would start. No, absolutely not. But like, it's not like he's gonna do. I, I just, I, I don't really see the appeal in like what could potential be there. I, there's like better uses of the spot, and like, I, I feel like it's a people thinking, oh, hey, he used to be really good, but, you know, he's coming off of the multiple injuries. Like, yeah, he has a history with the Lakers, but at the end of the day, like, one of those spots could be used for someone differently. And I, I would, if you gave me the option of Boogie or someone else, I'm going to be going someone else. I don't know. What, what do you guys think? I mean, there's not a lot of, like, if you're talking about center positions, there's not a lot of someone else. Oh, like, no. you're looking for the, you're lo- oh, you're talking about in general? I meant just in general. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that I get, but I always... I keep thinking the Lakers need a another center on this team, and there's just not a lot of options out there right now. And obviously, there's still a buyout market. Like you, we, there's still yet to be seen. It's still yet to be seen who's going to be bought out. But mm-hmm. I think for now, at this very moment, 
Boogie seems like the best center available. And I and like you said, history. So I wouldn't be opposed to it. Like we said, there's two spots. And like, so I think he would actually be a pretty decent person. Now, he would have to understand there might be games he doesn't play, though. That's the issue. And he was upset that Christian Wood was getting, you know, the minutes he was getting and like got the limelight at center position. At least I believe that's what the reports were. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like he if he comes here, he's gotta know he's gotta know that that he wouldn't get all those minutes. He's he's in my like if we don't get any one of those last two spots, like give him a chance. You know what I mean? Like let him come get a ring, um, come play spot minutes. I wasn't watching Houston after. Um you can blame me, but like just looking at his numbers, he's shooting like 37% from the field, which is really bad for, for a big man. So uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> no, I wouldn't I don't think I would like Boogie as my first choice. Apologies to the listeners because Kendrick's <laughs> dropping ridiculous jokes in the Zoom chat right now. But with regards to Boogie, uh, <laughs> with regards to Boogie. Now he has to read it. There's no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to go ahead. You got to go ahead. I didn't think it was that funny. At least like straight up not talking right now. But I, I'm not sure what you're uh, referring uh, referring to, Rick, but he had like a pu- – I assume it's about Boogie. Like, Right? Your joke? You, I, no, I no, you're you're uh, the emojis. Oh, no. I, I put vomit emojis in the Zoom chat to reference Ali basically like talking as if Boogie was going to fit oh, yeah, something yeah. on the team. <laughs> Look, okay, because well, I, I, I don't think he's going to fix anything on the team. I, fit, wait, fit. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, really well, quick, before wait, we wait, go wait, on Sign up. Kendra, I hate you, bro. <laughs> okay, I know. Um... Anyway, with Rick, what do you what do you think like the Lakers could do with that spot? Like, in, let's I'm not gonna say like anything like specific player wise, but like, what role would you want them to like fill with that spot? The initial well, now we have two roster spots open, right? The initial yeah. roster spot that I yeah. that we had open, I wanted someone who could shoot and be a body on defense. Yeah, like. Glenn Robinson the third is only six six, but I'd rather have him than Boogie at this point in time. But also, like, it's not that I don't mind signing a center. Actually, I personally am probably in the minority of Laker fans. I would love to go out and get a center, but we need the Lakers need things they don't have. They need right. another three, a, a three and D wing that they don't have who can defend bigger right. guys. They need a bouncy like vertical Athletic. threat center. Yeah. They yeah. do, like they don't need they, they, we, we it'd be duplicative to have another slow footed uh, uh, non athletic center. I'd rather have I the miss, one who has less to prove and is a better passer. I miss Dwight. I'm, yeah, I miss Dwight. I was just gonna yeah. say that I miss Dwight, dude. Dwight like, would be perfect. I, I keep thinking like, what happened for that to happen? You know what I mean? Also, um, never know. Real quick, real quick, Kendrew, you did a great job of not reading your message of like sliding out of that. I, I thought. See, I thought. I thought. That, I thought that. I was going to get out of that. Um, <laughs> that I could tell. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Raj was talking about Christian Wood, and then I wrote in the Zoom chat: the only Christian Wood that I acknowledge is the crucifix. Um, Good God. I feel like this is like that was like the Yeezus of my uh, like just sidetracks. If I'm going by you, Rick's, you, uh, you, I, I Rick, thought. I thought you were going to reference some religious adult film star, to be honest with you. Rick, I, Rick, did you write down the time right now for when you need to edit this out? I'm not editing this out. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. So I, I like like if Hassan Whiteside gets gets bought out or something because he's, no, D- he's been no. DMP CDs. He's been no, DMP CDs. But no, 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 no. Wait, let me finish my thought. Let me finish my, my, <laughs> let me finish my thought. The, the thought I was going to say is if Hassan Whiteside weren't a low cost option because he's been getting DMP CDs. I would rather have even oh. even him than Demarcus no. Cousins. Didn't oh, didn't no. didn't uh, Harry Giles? Uh, didn't he, he just get bought out or something like that? Didn't he get waived? I thought that they declined his option for next year. Mm-hmm. That's oh, what I remember. Hold on. And 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 if that were the case, I would explore trading for, but not really, not Harry Giles. But you get you get what I'm saying. Like <laughs> I don't. We don't. Like, need I would have any... rather had. I would have rather had Nerlens Noel or exactly. Like, that would have been exactly. yeah. That would have been good. Agreed. Yeah, that would have been good. Agreed. Yeah. No, so. I completely agree. But that's why I'm saying right now there's not a lot of centers, and I totally agree with you. Like when we said I miss Dwight, we want a a center that's like athletic and can like throw down lobs and play that position. Yeah, but it would be even like, greater if he could hit threes like a Mike Muscala type or something. Oh, oh, hey, whoa, wait, wait, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Um. Yeah, you got to edit that part out too. But um, no. Um, that should be yeah, bleeped I, I as well agree- from the podcast. I- <laughs> that should be bleeped. <laughs> that should be bleeped. Yes, I agree that we need that. But all I'm saying is, like, we I do truly believe that we still need a center. So, like, if there's not any bought out and there's not a better option, then you get buggy. I think the question is though: Do we need do we need a center as a roster for the playoffs, or do we need a center right now because we have no interior defense because people finish over and around playoffs and playoffs at all? Playoffs foul trouble. You need a center. Throw so, someone in. Kendrew, what do you have to say I'll, about I'll this? I'll say this. Sorry, back to what you were saying about like need. Uh, the Lakers are, I think, twenty fifth right now in regards to a lot of like three point uh, shooting stats. Yeah, around like 25, 26, uh, last time I checked, um, which is this morning. Having someone to shoot, I feel like just fits a need. Like with how a lot of the teams have been doing against us, having someone who can, you know, play some defense, just hit some threes, like that would do wonders. You know what I mean? Just because we can't be outshot by that much in terms of like three point discrepancy in terms of makes and attempts. Yeah, but that's what everyone's looking yeah. for, though, right? Like, that's what everyone wants, a 3 and D wing. Like, those don't grow. Like, all our shooters are in a slump somehow at the same time, so it just looks like that need is just, like, doubled uh, for now. But, like, people are saying Trevor Ariza. I don't know. What do you think of Trevor Ariza uh, getting him off now? I mean, six I, years I, ago. I, I wouldn't be opposed to it because, like, mm-hmm. the last I time I saw him, he looked toasty, but he also looked toasty because he was playing for a franchise that looked toasty. You know what I'm saying? So, like, maybe he'll mm-hmm. be remotivated. But, like, I would rather sign Trevor Reza than DeMarcus Cousins because he fits. I would, too. Also, mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. get I, – I, I'm arguing against myself right now because Ali's low-key right. Like, look, only five teams from each conference are going to be, quote-unquote, out can of you, the playoff picture. Can, can you say that first part again? Uh, the, the part about the, the playoff picture? No, no, uh, yeah. no, no, no. About what about me? Oh, I was saying that I, I'm. You're you're right in a in a sense. Yeah. Okay. I just want to. Oh, hear you're that being again. a jerk. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I saw <laughs> you. I saw you looking lost, and I was like, oh, he doesn't get it. <laughs> anyway, uh, only five teams are going to be out of the playoff picture, quote unquote. That's eleven through fifteen because of the play-in tournament, right? Mm-hmm. So, like seven through ten, they're not going to be buying out players because, especially if. If, you know, they live in in cities that have, you know, more vaccinated populations or if like, 
the the arenas just get a little more lax with their restrictions, which it appears like they're doing. Um, so you know, if you look at these teams, like no one on the Magic is getting bought out. That's going to help us. The Wizards, no. The Cavs, like maybe Javale, maybe mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know. Detroit, no. Like no one on the Pelicans getting bought bought out. Nobody on the Thunder. The Hassan Whiteside and the Kings. We've said that. But Rockets and T Wolves, like it's not like there's going to be some robust buyout market. Stole right. this talking point from Anthony Irwin. Shout out Locked On Lakers. Um, I, I just I, I I don't want Boogie, but I'm also concerned at the fact that like we need to use these two roster spots. And Ali's right. It would be nice to have an active player as opposed to a dude that has been working out in Newport for you know a few months. And shout out friend of the show, Brian Windhorse. He said that it's going to be yeah. a seller. Yeah. It's a seller's market, right? Like that's what this, because there's not going to be that many buyers. So the seller right. is going to have all the uh, the ammo here <laughs> to ha- to like give up give up players for. And I kind of disagree. Like when you look back in the playoffs, like Javel was benched, right? Dwight Howard really played one series. Like when we just even, like I think we need them now. Like I, I want the big now. Like we need like a there's- Damian Jones. Damian Jones just kind of let go, right? AD is going to play the five for mostly in the playoffs. Like we just, mm-hmm. I think Marcus all will be fine. We have the number one defense right now, currently, um, even with so crazy to me. That's, yeah, that's that feels so funny to me, but it's a, it's a switch, right? It's an identity switch. They've gone mm. from a paint blocking defense to switching on the perimeter and mm-hmm. uh, defending that way. And we're really looking at a few bigs, right? Jokic, um, MP, those are the guys you need. And I feel like they defended them pretty well, but I want the bigs for now because we're going to have AD out. Um, he's not going to want to play the five during the regular season. That's where I think we need him. And I think the issue with that is that I don't think the Lakers should be making moves to help now. Like right. I get, I get Agreed. why, Agreed. but it's just, it seems, it's, I would rather like I, right. I'd rather sit LeBron and like, let's just lose some games real quick yeah. and get healthy. I don't, than, I don't than use all, roster spots. Yeah. I don't it's, care at all if we finish fourth or fifth seed. Like I could care less. Yeah, it, it's it's to the point where it's just like they're the turn. I can't imagine how pissed off Broad must be, um, like in terms of like how soon the season started. Um, and you guys saw the schedule, right? That drop. Mm-hmm. The Lakers have like eight back to backs or something like yeah. that, or like uh, going back to back. Yeah, like okay, we get it. You like great, yeah. um, but fourth hardest back schedule, back. eight back to backs. Yeah, it's. I think it's like one of those things where it's just like Frank Vogel's just got to like pop a bitch him. You know what I mean? Like every, every so things just like sit, like I get it. You love the game. We have bigger things to worry about. Honestly though, at this rate, I'm afraid for LeBron to sit. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he's like that, that, that this is going to be messed up. It's like that hoopty, that old car that just like, it drives as long as you don't do nothing crazy to it. But the minute you just like, let it sit in the, in the garage for a week, it's like, I don't know if it's going to start I mean, anymore. It, it, it can't hurt though. Like he's in his 18th year. Like it's getting to the point where it's just like, if we want him, like rest him now, get him going a little bit more closer to like when the postseason happens you know what i mean i feel like he's resting in games though like you watch him and he's not he's not like i don't know on defense he's resting and i feel like if he wants to play every game let him kind of like go through that it i don't think i think he knows his body more than anyone i'm kind of on the side like he obviously is taking some kind of pride in it right and in, in mm. playing all the games this year for some reason he's really putting his heart into that and i think i don't think the lakers are going to go against him and be like hey no you have to sit uh tonight uh, I don't know if any of you have 
looked at your phones recently, but the listeners will know this by the time they listen to the pod, but I just got a notification from Bleacher that Dennis Schroeder will be playing tomorrow. Ooh, um, let's go. Let's go. Hey, in- we got news while we're on the pod. You didn't come right after. I was really worried. There we go. Man, you should have just said you happens. broke the news. They would have never knew. You could have yeah. said like you broke. Yeah. Hey guys, you, you, you could have got. You just you should have just shams and said sources. Friend yeah. of the pod, Brian, Brian that's, Windhorst that's just exactly told me. That's exactly what I was thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking. Right. Oh my! Like gosh. I said, you could have shams it and said sources. Sources are telling me. <laughs> sources are telling me it's like, nah, man, that's a team release. <laughs> they just tweeted that. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, you know, to, to sort of wind the pod down, uh, at the same time, like I'm excited for Schroeder. I also don't want to get like my hopes up. Like he hasn't played in four games. Um, we're on a losing streak. Guys are tired. I know he's going to come with the energy, but like, if you don't think Dame is going to come out there going crazy too, like, and Mello is like in 2013 right now, uh, according to the last game he played. So I don't want to get my hopes up. Mellow ball. No, the mellow. <laughs> kidding, kidding. I just want to see that trigger you. El mellow, not la mellow. <laughs> all right, understand. <laughs> anyway, is that is that the? Uh, never mind. I'm not gonna. No, go that's into not it. the Knicks apologist. Nope. <laughs> I like mellow. I actually, I was in in when I was like in middle school or whatever. I was like part of the group of people that were like, Carmelo's gonna be way better than LeBron. What's wrong with y'all? You're one of those it. people. Yeah, I was like Carmelo. So so well, Carmelo also went to Oak Hill, which is in Virginia. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I was like Carmelo's polished. LeBron, he has no moves. Like, what are you talking about? I yes, was, I was, I was, I was part of the during the Jabari Parker Andrew Wiggins debate. I was always like the Jabari Parker is the next Carmelo. I like, I like how these, there was there are no winners in that debate, just losers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody turned out wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what, how is Jabari Parker doing this season? I have no clue. I, don't, I keep forgetting. He's on the. He's is on he on the, the Kings? He's on the, he's on the who we play for. He's, like that's who he's, he's on. A, yeah, he's a who we yeah. play for. All yeah. star. No clue. Yeah. No, he I is. have no he, idea where he, he is. Wait, uh, for, <laughs> is he on I, the I Kings? Kings. I think Kings, but a part of me wants to say Hawks, but I don't know why. No, because he played for the Hawks already, but I don't yeah. think he's there anymore. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's yeah. I had that thought. I was like, oh Haw- wait, no, he's he not plays there for the Kings. He's on the Kings. He's on the Kings. He he played for the first time like last week or something. He hasn't played all season. Dude, I really thought he was the next Carmelo. And, and now he's in COVID nineteen protocols. So never oh mind. My he God. Be playing. Uh, I, <laughs> what? If, we really went everywhere on this pod. Yo, in if you in made 20- it this far, shout out to you. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. Hold up. Do you guys remember this at all? In twenty the 2016-17 season, he averaged twenty points per game. Was that on the Bucks? Yeah. Okay. I Wait, never knew that. Re- real quick, do you remember that uh, that time period uh, where I think it was like maybe like three or four weeks into season, I, I want to say like 2016, 17, Andrew Wiggins led the league in three-point percentage? I think you dreamt that. Yeah, when is no, it? Like a small, it was he, for, like, small for, for like a small portion of time, yeah. he was leading the lead I in three-point percentage. They were like, he got better. and then uh, Yeah, and then just... And then he just T wolved it. Yeah. Then he became Wiggins again. Like he just. Yeah. He no, no, no. He T wolved it. No, he T wolved it. Can we? Can we? Can we touch on that for just one second to end the podcast? Go ahead. I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna like uh, talk about like the the opening up the diverse search uh, thing. I just think that that's mad funny that they hired a coach 
the day that they fired the coach. Oh like, my God. beyond opening, yeah. that's just, that is mad grimy, bro. How fast after, too? Yeah, it's like they were for sure searching before he was even fired. No, no, no. Oh. They knew who they wanted. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's like they let him keep a job as a courtesy until it got yeah. bad enough where they were like, all right, we could do this now. Yeah. yeah. It's like when you're dating someone and they break up and the next day they're with someone else like you you knew what what you were uh, like what you want yeah take it easy take it easy <laughs> yeah, that, that you, sounded you, painful. you mad loud you mad loud <laughs> ali are you crying <laughs> no you good no, no, no. Mad yeah, loud. no she never she never did that to me sorry uh, she did but it's yeah, no, it's it's yeah that was that was pretty wild and it's really funny too because like woosh was just like um yeah the the wolves aren't uh in the middle of him probably tweeting about shalmas like uh the wolves got a new coach <laughs> per sources oh man oh man well at least their general manager isn't dennis Lindsay getting accused of being a bigot in the exit <laughs> meeting <laughs> that's yeah. uh whoo all right well yeah. um the lakers uh hopefully can break the losing streak tonight for the listeners against the portland trailblazers um, and I just want to leave the listeners with uh, w- some wisdom, courtesy of Kyrie Irving. Black Kings built this league. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, sir. Let's do it. Let's get Kobe on and, the logo, and, man. And you, and, you, and you also built this pod. Um, <laughs> did you see? Did you? It's true. Did you see that uh, Vanessa Bryant like mm-hmm. uh, re- reposted that yeah. too and everything? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I didn't see that. She, yeah, she, well, she, she reposted it, but she restored it. She restored it. And so did, and, and so did her daughter. Can you imagine like trying to explain like current lingo to like you in two thousand one? Wait, what? Can you say that again? No, you just said restored it, and I was just like, "What a word!" <laughs> we knew exactly what he meant too. Out of it, yeah, that's what's yeah. crazy. Immediately, that's what's crazy. <laughs> oh man, restored it. What do you mean on like on like MySpace? She refleeted it, and then that's you know. <laughs> yeah, I still, I do, I still can't get get into fleets. I think I've made one fleet. Dude, you see that they have like uh they have like clubhouse or twitter now i'm like dude this is just gonna be full of sociopathic like massage i'm scared to go just... in one of those yeah what happens when you go in one of those like are you a clubhouse? Immediately, like no in the twitter spaces thing like are you talking it's, about it's like clubhouse that? I don't have it's, clubhouse. it's like clubhouse where it's just basically a t- like i think like a set amount of people and you're just talking to each other Dog, i've like, never heard I, of twitter spaces that's a first for me i've never heard uh, of that either i've never heard of that i um i i, I um I, like, I, just I, keep like, I, I don't like talking to like strangers in general. Like what makes me want to like be on my phone actively. Like a lot of people use it like networking, which I think is just nuts. And we really need to stop the grind culture. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's just wild to me. Cause like we know how, how bad things can get on Twitter at times. Like, like giving, get let, letting like the worst group of people analytics nerds, Oh get together God. to talk about like the vorps and i'm just like we don't we don't need this are you a lebron or are you a raptor guy kendrick <laughs> i like raptor war raptor war is amazing <laughs> oh man well uh here on the here on the forum podcast, we use both stats and the eye test to, to bring you your analysis. I actually think that's a, the best way to approach it. There's value in everything. Yes, I don't know how that just doesn't end the conversation, but uh, instead of, we have like wars. People over just have it. to be. People have to be mad at something. You can't just tweet something and go about your day like most people. 
must be serendipitous. What would also be serendipitous is for the Lakers to win against the Portland Trailblazers with the return of their starting point guard. So we at the Forum are going to hope that that happens tonight. Until next time, this has been The Forum. Peace. Peace. I'm going to just have to put those together. <laughs> See, on my yeah, end, it, it sounds like it was at the same P-P-P-P-P-P-P. time. That was a good effort. I tried to time it because I was like, Ali's three seconds late. So if I... <laughs> can, can you just imagine, instead of saying peace, it's just like, Kendra, you should say your the thing you posted in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You're God. still recording, bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs>